I know, I know. You already have so much on your plate with your business. The idea of adding one more thing to your to-do list seems a bit overwhelming. But if email marketing isn't already a part of your current marketing strategy, it needs to be. We talk a lot about growing your community on social media here on this podcast, but there is one major problem with social media. You don't own those platforms. They could shut down at any time and you could lose everything that you worked so hard to grow. You would have no way of contacting your Instagram followers, your TikTok followers, or your YouTube subscribers if all of a sudden that platform just went poof and disappeared. That is why you should be sending over your followers and subscribers to your email list. So if something crazy happens one day and your social media platform of choice just implodes, then you have your core audience on your email list and you own that list. You own all that contact information and you have a way to get in touch with your people. Today we're going to be breaking down why email marketing is so important, how effective it can be for your business, and how to grow your email list. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. So let's start with the basics. What is email marketing and why is it so important? Email marketing, in my opinion, is best explained as going from friends to besties with your online community. This is an opportunity to dive even deeper with your audience by inviting them to this exclusive platform where you can provide even more free value and advertise products and services in a relatable way. Tell me this. And be honest in your little mental response to you right now. When you're scrolling through social media and you see an advertisement, what is your reaction? I don't know about you, but I am pretty guilty of just scrolling past almost any ad that I see on Instagram or TikTok or any other platform because I immediately recognize this is an ad. Let's keep going to the content. You're probably in the same kind of position as me. So this kind of brings us back to a bigger question, which is who would you trust more? An ad on social media, or a friend recommending something to you, right? By deepening your relationship with your audience through email marketing, you're building up that friendship and trust with your community. And because of that, they are more likely to purchase items that you recommend or purchase your own products or services that you're selling. Email marketing isn't just about monetizing, though that is obviously an important aspect of building an online business. It's also about having that direct contact with your community that you have control over. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, we don't own social media. If you are building an audience on Instagram and suddenly Instagram gets shut down or your account gets hacked, you are left with nothing. But by building an email list, you are still able to have that open communication with your email subscribers no matter what happens to your social media accounts. 
And I think this can go beyond just the most extreme situation of like Instagram getting shut down, for instance. Even things like algorithm changes can affect your access to your audience. For example, we've been seeing a big shift over the last let's say three, four years on Instagram towards including more video. And if you're the kind of person that really struggles with producing videos like reels and you may have been having a harder time with Instagram lately and you were really, you know, invested in your photo caption game, then you probably will have seen a decrease in your reach over the past few years. But if you would have had an email list through that entire algorithm shift on Instagram and you were consistently contacting your list through a means that you know is effective, then that would not have changed. So you can see what I mean about your email list being a place that you own, you control. And yes, you can't necessarily control the open rates, the click rates, though there's definitely strategies you can put in place to help to get your people to open your emails more often. But it is a way that is a lot more reliable and a lot more consistent of reaching your audience, no matter what trends or changes happen on your social media platforms. Okay, so this all sounds great. We totally hear that email marketing is effective, it's more personal, it's a very, very valuable strategy to have in place, but how do you build your email list? So let's talk about the strategy behind it. The first step is creating a lead magnet. Now you may have heard marketing people like me talk about this, but if not, if you're unfamiliar, lead magnet is just kind of industry lingo for a freebie or some kind of download that you offer your audience in exchange for their email list. Just to get started, here are a few freebies that I offer to my audience that are super high value and convert really well for us in terms of adding people to our list. So if you want to, I mean, you can download any of these for free, but hopefully these examples just give you a sense of the kind of thing you can offer as a lead magnet. So the first is our perfect post email course. So this is a week long, totally free email course that takes you through everything you need to know to craft a killer Instagram post every single time. So it kind of talks about all the different components of an effective Instagram post one day to the next. So like, you know, day one's caption, day two's imagery, that kind of thing. This is probably one of our top converters because it is just so high value for literally just giving your email address. So it does really well for us. And it's also effective because it's a multi-day thing. So we kind of get to know each other over the week, but we'll talk a little bit more about nurturing your list in a few minutes. Okay, so that's one freebie example. Another one is our Notion content calendar template. So this is a free simplified version of my personal Notion content calendar system. I also have a paid version of this as well that is like the complete extensive like my Notion content calendar, but better kind of thing. Um, But if you want to just get a simple kind of basic version, I have this one for free. And this has probably been our most popular download recently. Like people are loving Notion. Okay, so another example is our Instagram engagement checklist. So this is basically a detailed checklist that you can reference every week to make sure that you're hitting all of your engagement goals on Instagram. It just kind of helps you put a little checklist to those actions of community building and connecting with your people. And it's a really important part of an Instagram growth strategy, right? So anyway, that's another one of our popular freebies. So again, I'll have these linked in the show notes if you're like interested in looking at them in more detail, but 
the point of this is those are just some examples of things that you can give away for free in exchange for getting your audience's email list. So the email course that's completely hosted within our email marketing platform. So you don't even need any extra elements there. The Notion content calendar is literally just a PDF download that you get with a link to the content calendar, which is again, hosted on Notion, obviously. And then the Instagram checklist is just a PDF that we send people. So hopefully that's kind of kickstarted your brainstorming of what you might be able to create as a freebie for your audience. But really the most important thing to think about when you are starting to work on this freebie is that you need to make sure that it is seriously full of value and worth your subscribers time. Because if not, people will get disappointed with that bait and switch. So you really want to kind of under promise and over deliver because that's what's going to make people like super happy with what they receive and not feel like, oh gosh, why did I give away my email address for this? So make sure that you offer a lot of value. I know that it's a free thing. So sometimes people can feel hesitant about that. Like, oh, shouldn't I save my best value for my paid offers? But trust me, it is so worthwhile getting somebody on your email list. You want to give away some really good value for free. What's your gut reaction when I say these words? Instagram insights. Did you just get a little overwhelmed thinking about it? You're not alone. Instagram insights or analytics on any platform certainly have the reputation of being confusing, complicated, and just plain overwhelming. But here's the thing. You don't need to be a math genius to decipher your social media stats when you use Metricool. Metricool is this amazing platform that allows you to view your social media analytics across platforms all in one user-friendly place. That includes Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, and more. I love how you can see at a glance your content's performance, whether it's feed content or Instagram stories. And this information is seriously valuable when it comes to determining your content strategy moving forward. Plus, Metricool has this really cool competitors feature that allows you to set up your competitors or other people in your niche inside your account so you can analyze their content performance as well and get a sense of what the industry standards might be. If you want to try out Metricool for yourself, which I highly recommend, then head to metricool.com, that's metric, O-O-L.com, or check out the link in my show notes. Today's episode of the Creator Club podcast is also brought to you by Humans. Humans is a platform designed by online content creators for online content creators. Humans is not your typical influencer gig job board, but instead is a community of creators that you can connect with. You might just find your new creator bestie by swiping through Humans. Meeting other creators is not only a great opportunity to find friends and build community, but it also allows you to collaborate with other creators in your niche and help each other grow. But of course, there are also also monetization opportunities through Humans too. In the Humans app, you can connect with top brands and submit your bid to take part in their campaigns. Humans' mission is to make it safer and easier for creators to work with brands in a transparent and human environment. You can download the app and create your profile totally for free. So head to the link in my show notes or go to humans.com. That's humans with a Z.com to start today. So let's talk about some strategies for actually getting people to learn about your lead magnets and sign up for your list in order to get them. The first is pop-ups. One great way to grab someone's attention is by setting up pop-ups on your website. There are two different ways that people do this. So some just have a pop-up that lets you sign up for their email list. But the more effective strategy that I would personally recommend is a pop-up that actually offers the freebie. It's all about user experience when it comes to getting people to sign up 
up. And I think that you really want to be careful about when and how you implement pop-ups, but I do think they can be effective. I definitely wouldn't have a pop-up show up on your website within the first like three to five seconds of somebody interacting there because that's going to be annoying. But on lots of different website platforms like Squarespace and others, you're able to create pop-ups that show up, for example, once somebody has scrolled to the bottom of the page or when they go and move their cursor to exit the tab, for instance. Those can be better times to show a pop-up. And also some pop-up services allow you to actually determine different pop-ups for different circumstances. So for example, you could have a pop-up that specifically offers a freebie relevant to say the blog post that your website visitor is looking at at the time. Using these different more complex strategies is going to help make your pop-ups more effective. So that's definitely something that I recommend doing a little bit of research into the tech side of if you are considering implementing this. I'll be honest, we don't use pop-ups on the Creatorly Media or my katiesteckley.com website just yet because honestly, it's it's just something that I haven't spent the time to research into, but we know from our research into other strategies that this can be super effective. So it's probably something that I'm going to add on that uh, 2022 to-do list. But I wanted to share that info with you in case it's something that you're curious about looking into. And if you do implement it, as always, I'd love to hear how it goes for you. The next method that you can use for growing your email list is social media. We talk a lot about growing on social media here on this podcast, and though having an email list should be an important part of your long-term business strategy, leveraging your social media presence is actually a great way to initially build your email list. So I know I teed this all up as an email list being a really great addition to your strategy because of some of the weaknesses of social, but using social media to grow your email list is going to be one of your go-to strategies, especially in the beginning. For me, YouTube and Instagram are my top two platforms for really promoting my lead magnets. Most likely, your freebie will be related to a topic or theme that you normally talk about on one of your platforms, so it should be pretty easy to naturally bring up the freebie in your posts or videos. This can be especially effective on more evergreen social media platforms. So YouTube is a perfect example of that. Other platforms that are similarly evergreen include blogging, Pinterest, and also a podcast. So many of my freebies have gotten downloaded even months or like years after I first posted about them because I have them linked in the description of a relevant YouTube video, especially if the freebie is something that I like actively like show how to use or mention it a lot in the video, then I get a huge conversion right there and get a lot of people signing up to grab it. So I think really what it comes down to is making sure that your freebie is valuable and then also relevant to the kind of stuff that you're making posts about so you can naturally reference it in your regularly scheduled content, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, wherever it is that you post. And to be successful with this, I think a combination of evergreen content, like mentioning it in a YouTube video that will get just as many views now as it does in a year from now or whatever, but then also pairing that with regularly mentioning it on, say, Instagram or more timely social platforms and trying to remember to bring it up as often as you can without obviously going overboard and like annoying people. But the beauty of sharing about your freebies as compared to paid offers is that obviously 
they're free. You're just giving them away and it's high value stuff that you're offering to people. So in my opinion, you can kind of promote it a little bit more often than you would your paid offers. And there'll be a little bit more tolerance from your audience in most cases to not get annoyed at those promotions because you're literally trying to give them something free. So as always, it's a balance of like, you don't want to go overboard on one particular topic or another, but I don't think that you have to worry about pushing your freebies as much as you want to be a little bit more delicate with, you know, sharing your, your paid offers too often. Another great method for growing your email list is through exclusive bonus content or discounts. This method works great for both content creators or someone who has a product-based business. One of the reasons folks will sign up for an email list is the exclusivity. You're giving away something that they can't just get by looking at your website or scrolling through your social platforms. Instead of offering just a one-time freebie, you are selling the idea of getting access to bonus content that you can't just get anywhere or even maybe coupons for products that are for subscribers only. This is a really classic model that we see a lot of product-based businesses doing. You know, like if you go to any clothing website, it'll be like, sign up for our email list and get a 10% off coupon, right? That's a classic strategy, and I do think it can be quite effective for physical products. But I think the creator side of that is offering sort of exclusive bonuses, like giving something away that you can only get if you are a subscriber. So my kind of personal example of that is our creator letter. So if you didn't know, I send out a totally exclusive custom letter to my subscribers every week and we tackle topics around content creation being an online business owner, and social media marketing. And we also share the latest news around Instagram and all your favorite platforms, plus recommendations on gear or software that you can use to make your life easier as a creator. Plus, we like to feature our subscribers each week and give shout outs to people in the community. So that's called the Creator Letter. If you want to sign up, I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check out. But that is our way of offering exclusive bonus content just to our subscribers only. And I think what's really cool about that is we offer that to all of our subscribers, not just people who specifically sign up for the creator letters. So if you download any of our freebies, you're also going to continue to get our added value and our updates and all that kind of stuff through the weekly creator letter. Another effective method of growing your email list is free trainings or webinars. Would you give your email address for a free webinar or video training? I know I would, and I have uh, many times because your girl loves learning stuff for free. And especially when I was getting started online and I was a student and I didn't have a budget for, you know, professional development or buying courses, I watched a lot of free webinars. And I think they can be a really valuable thing at a certain point in your journey. This can be a really effective method because you can offer your potential email subscriber this free training in exchange for their email list, which could eventually kind of warm them up to if you have a paid more detailed version of a similar training actually purchasing that from you. I think in a lot of cases it's really effective to use a similar method for gaining an email subscriber as what you're actually trying to sell to them. So for example if you are trying to sell a course then giving away a free training or a webinar is perfect because you're going to attract the kind of email subscribers who like online learning. Whereas if you are trying to sell a digital download, like let's say 
Lightroom presets or motion graphic templates or something like that, then giving away a free, more basic version, like let's just say like one free Lightroom preset. And then at the end of your like welcome sequence, you send them the pitch to get your set of 10 that's paid or whatever. It's really effective because you're helping yourself to narrow down to attract the kind of people that are actually going to want to buy what you're selling. Whereas if you're trying to sell Lightroom presets, but you give away a free training, you're going to, you know, attract email subscribers that like online courses. But then if you don't offer that, you see where the mismatch is there. And it still can be effective. I'm not saying that it's totally wrong to do that because people can have all different kinds of, you know, learning styles or things that they enjoy and they still might, you know, buy your product, even if it's not an exact match. But I am saying that it can be more efficient and a little bit more direct if you kind of give something away for free that is maybe a pared down, more basic, simpler version of the thing that you're trying to sell. And a free training or a webinar, it's just a really great example of that if you are working towards becoming a course creator. The final method that I wanted to present to you for growing your email list is challenges. I'm sure you've seen some of your favorite content creators hosting challenges, maybe on social media, maybe in a Facebook group, or maybe through an email platform. People do challenges on any topic under the sun. I've seen people do productivity challenges, project management systems, Instagram, self-care, exercise, nutrition. I mean, anything. You can create a challenge out of any of this stuff. I mean, you can create a challenge out of really any subject matter or theme. Your challenge participants will get access to the challenge by providing their email list, and then you'll email them throughout the challenge with reminders, any needed documents, information, you know, bonus PDF downloads, anything that they need to complete whatever the challenge is that you're hosting. You can also have people sign up for your challenge via your email list and then add them to a Facebook group once they've signed up for your email list and you can host your challenge in there if that's your preference. However you decide to host this challenge, you will end up with a new email subscriber that is also going to be used to getting communication from you, participating. They're going to be more engaged than your average email subscriber, which is also super valuable. Challenges tend to be popular with people who are working towards like a product or a course launch. And it makes sense again for the same principles I was just talking about is you're getting your audience used to the kind of thing that you're wanting to offer them. So if you create a challenge that sort of lends itself well to a product that can kind of solve a problem that comes up that, you know, the challenge is also working to solve, it can all just fit together really nicely. And ultimately, all of this fits into the overarching philosophy of email marketing, which is warming up your lead, right? It's taking you, like I said, at the very top of the episode from an online acquaintance to a follower to an internet bestie. So once you've gotten these people on your email list, you've got a new subscriber, you want to make sure that you don't just forget about them, which is where things like welcome sequences or nurture sequences come in. If you're not familiar with this kind of email marketing jargon, essentially what it means is a series of emails that are going to be spread out over time that help your new subscriber get to know you a little bit better. So the way I've set it up with many of my freebies is after somebody receives their free download that they, you know, submitted their email address in order to access, they're going to get an email 
the day after that download, and then a week after that, and then another week after that, etc. for a few weeks. So they kind of get introduced to me, my brand, my business, and the value that I'm offering them. This is a really effective way to get your email subscribers to kind of know you better, especially if they maybe found you through just one YouTube video or one Pinterest pin. They aren't necessarily someone that's already following you on social media or whatever, just because they landed on your email list. So this is your opportunity to introduce yourself to them and start to build up that like, know, and trust factor, which is eventually going to get them to the point of being more of a warm lead who is ready to receive your pitch for whatever paid offer you are selling. I could seriously go on and on and this podcast episode could be a lot longer. So if you want to see more content on building an email list or more detail into developing these welcome and nurture sequences and how to actually sell to your email list, then shoot us a DM over on the Creatorly Media Instagram, which is just at Creatorly Media, and let us know what you want to learn more about, and we would be happy to make another episode on this topic. Make sure you check out some of those various lead magnets that I talked through for inspiration, if not just because they'll probably be helpful for you on your social media journey. They're all going to be linked in the show notes, and I can't wait to see your email list thrive this year. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.